This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon. This is Marshall Davis. Silent Night is one of the most loved carols of the Christmas season. For 40 years of full-time ministry, I ended every Christmas Eve service by having my congregation hold candles in a darkened sanctuary and sing Silent Night, Holy Night, All is Calm, All is Bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. The hymn seems to epitomize the essence of Christmas. It communicates the silence, the beauty, and the peace at the heart of the holiday. Christmas celebrates our intuitive awareness of our innate union with God, which I call unitive awareness or non-dual awareness. And this is represented by the Christ child, the harsh patriarchal judge that is the usual symbol for God gives way to the divine as an infant, tender and mild. The Tao Te Ching uses this image for the Tao, comparing the Tao to a newborn child. God as an infant holy, infant lowly, as another Christmas carol says. In the silent night, holy night of Christmas, we know that we are one with God in heavenly peace. For a moment, we remember that this is our true and natural state the reality that we were born into and born from and in which we live now. This is true of every one of us, not just the babe of Bethlehem. Glories stream from heaven afar when we were born. The heavenly hosts sing Alleluia when you were born. The birth of every child is the birth of the Christ child. In this child, our salvation is born. Every one of us was born into the Garden of Eden as a holy infant, perfect in every way. In Christianity, there's a lot of talk about original sin, that we are natural-born sinners, guilty at birth, condemned for something that our primordial ancestors did, destined for damnation, if not for the grace of God that saves some of us, if we are born into the right religion and believe the right doctrines and receive the right rituals and do the right things. This idea of original sin is one of the worst dogmas that the heart of man has ever conceived. And I use the word man here intentionally because I don't think any woman who has ever held a newborn infant in her arms would ever come up with such a damnable doctrine. 
This doctrine is not found in the Bible. Neither the ancient Hebrews nor modern Jews believe it, even though Christians say that it comes from their scriptures. It was first developed in the 3rd century, but did not become widespread in Christianity until the 4th century with the writings of Augustine. The truth, which everyone can see and experience for themselves, is just the opposite of original sin. It is original innocence. We are born in perfect union with God and the universe. It's only after birth that we begin to lose that pure consciousness. It happens slowly in the first couple of years of life as we become aware of ourselves as separate from other people and things. We become conscious of a body and then slowly develop a sense of individual self. The ego comes into full bloom and what parents call the terrible twos. As time goes on, we craft an elaborate sense of individual existence with a complex psychological personality that we come to believe is who we really are. And along with this comes shame and guilt which we see depicted in the book of Genesis with the story of Adam and Eve eating the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and then immediately covering themselves and hiding themselves from God. That is a symbolic story of how every child develops this sense of separation, this dualistic understanding of them and the world. With this dualistic knowledge we leave behind the Garden of Eden and we wander east of Eden in the wilderness. We forget who we are. We forget our original nature. We are born in a state that is represented in the Bible as the Garden of Eden, born in paradise, the kingdom of God, nirvana, union with God, oneness. We are born in unitive awareness and then we lose it. This is inevitable, by the way. It's not sin, and therefore not a reason for guilt. It is human evolution and natural psychological development. It has to be this way. This is how we evolved as a species, how we adapted to the environment, how we survived and came to be the dominant species on this planet. So there's no need for guilt here. But there is, as a result of this anxiety, due to our feeling of being separate from everything, separate from the divine and the natural world and the universe. And this causes suffering and existential angst and insecurity and fear, including fear of death, fear of not existing someday, fear of separation forever from God, which Christians call hell, fear of suffering, which Christians also attribute to hell. What is the source of this fear? It is the separate self, the ego that fears, the separate self that our brains developed as we grew into adults. The spiritual quest is to undo that sense of separateness 
and separate self and return to the garden to recover the primordial awareness that we had at birth and before, to relive the oneness that we had before birth, before conception, before there was a body that we called ours and a brain that made that identification, before there was a self that saw itself as different than other selves and other things. This means to be born again, to become as a little child, to enter the kingdom of God, as Jesus said. This is what the Zen Cohen refers to when it speaks of seeing one's original face, or seeing one's face before we were born, or before our parents were born. In the spiritual search, we seek for a perfect peace. We search for that silent night holy night, when all is calm, all is bright. We seek to sleep in heavenly peace. In fact, sleep gives us a taste of this every night. There are said to be three states of consciousness. There is the normal waking consciousness, and then there is the dreaming sleep, when we are, are no longer aware of this physical world or this physical body, but we are still, in our dreams, individual selves in a world of, of our imagination, which, by the way, is pretty much what waking reality is also. And then there is the deep, dreamless sleep. In that sleep, there is no self, no ego, no body, no world, but we are. No one would say that when they wake up in the morning that they had ceased to exist during that time of deep dreamless sleep. We know that we still were. We know that we still are what we were in deep sleep, that this is our true nature. We can sense that true nature, that sense of non-self, in dreamless sleep, even in our waking state. To be aware of that deeper sense of being is what it means to be spiritually awake or saved or enlightened or liberated or any other word you want to use. This is silent night, holy night, but it's not darkness. All is calm and all is bright. This is life, and life abundant, Jesus called it. In all states of consciousness, there is always present a deep sense of being, of I am. Not I am something or someone, but simply I am. Originally, there is only I am, one without a second. This is being itself, or the ground of being, and this is what we are before birth, and this is what we are after death, and this is what we are now, and this is what Jesus was referring to when he said before Abraham was, I am. And so, there's nothing to fear in death. Death is this silent night, holy night. And that is why some people who are suffering greatly yearn for death. They know intuitively that death is a cessation 
of the pain and the suffering. It is to sleep in heavenly peace. That is why death is so often referred to as sleep in the Bible. The good news is that we can experience this silent night, holy night, cessation of suffering before physical death. There is an awareness that is cessation from suffering now. All we have to do is notice that and be present now to it and abide in it. It's more accurate really to say to abide as it because it's not something separate from us. It, it is us. We rest from the suffering of self and lean back into our true nature of what we are always and what we were before birth and after death and, and are now. That true self is here now, for there is only here and now. Time is an illusion. The spiritual reality is communicated in this lovely Christmas carol, Silent Night. In that carol, we get a glimpse through music of the silent night, which is non-duality. It is perfect silence without the inner psychological noise that we torture ourselves with every day. It is holy night in both senses of that word holy. The word holy means both sacred and whole, as in the word holistic, whole in the sense of oneness. All is calm, all is bright. It is the security we can subconsciously remember that we were before we were a self. That we sense that we were that as a holy infant, tender and mild, held by our mother. That is why parental symbolism is so prominent in religion and why maternal images persist even in patriarchal religions like Christianity. This carol brings us back to that moment when we slept in heavenly peace. Glory stream from heaven afar, heavenly hosts sing alleluia. At that time you were born, you were sons and daughters of God, love's pure light. The good news is that you still are. Radiant beams from thy holy face, with the dawn of redeeming grace. When we see our face in the face of the Christ child, then we see our true nature. That's what this beautiful tune and these wonderful lyrics communicate. It communicates the Christ that is the, the true self of every person born into the world. To gaze into that face is eternal life. And that is it for today. Have a blessed and holy Christmas. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. 
You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.